Do you want to intro and then I can do the outro? Oh, I suppose no. I can do that. Let's let's share the responsibility. <laughs> sure, let's share the responsibilities. <sighs> Welcome back to a somewhat delayed episode of the of the Great Mates podcast. Things happened, but we are still here. Yes, still alive. Well, I I of course am always myself, which is Nick, and with me I have Josh, who is also usually well, always here. Yes, hello. Um, yeah, like a New South Wales cockroach, always what? present. Oh, huh? I is that is that a state of origin reference? I mean, technically <laughs> yes, but not like not on purpose. Okay. New South Wales does have a fuck ton of cockroaches and they are ever present. Does it? Does it actually have like that a was cockroach one... problem? Yeah. Huh. It's kind of because it's warm enough but also like it's 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 Goldilocks. It's moist, but not flooding, and it's warm, but not stinking fucking hot. I see. I see. Well, yeah. yeah. Also, they're fucking giant compared to, like, any- uh, I remember when we moved up to New South Wales from Victoria, mm-hmm. we had, uh, we were amazed by the size of the cockroaches, and any time family come up, they're like, what the fuck are these dinosaur cockroaches? <laughs> Cause, I mean, like, you get used to the size of them, like, a couple centimetres long, but in yeah. Victoria, you only get them, like, two, three centimetres, like, they're tiny. Oh. Just a completely different species of cockroach. But yeah. They're fucking dinosaur Godzilla, even though, you know, you get much bigger cockroaches, but... Mm-hmm. but I don't know, my cat enjoys them. <laughs> but here's the thing, Australian cockroaches don't fly. Flying cockroaches. Um, yes, they do. Do they? I've never encountered yes. one. Yes, yes, I have seen them fly. When they fly to fly into your head, it is fucking scary. Which species is that? Or maybe it's an introduced one, because all the cockroaches that I have encountered here have not, do not have wings. Maybe it's an introduced. Maybe it's an introduced species. And that's terrifying. Um, <sighs> Let's see what I can find quickly. Australia. Flying cockroach. Uh, all I know is that I've had some of them fly into my head. Ugh. Ugh, no. Four f- the, floor- the four flying cockroaches are the American, the smoky brown, the brown banded, and the Australian cockroach. Oh, okay. So they are native and fly. Ooh, ooh. They prefer tropical areas. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. That makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I've had them between 23 and 29 degrees. That's not... They like. Okay. But, yeah, I've had them fly at my head and you freak the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Yep. Flying cockroaches up. Because it's, it's, no. it's a roach and it's flying. 
Yeah. I don't want either of those things near my head. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. No state of origin. I mean, do I really care? No, not really. With the exception of Queensland winning a hat trick. Um, I don't really care much for state of origin. And even then, wasn't there was some plan for state of origin to go to Perth or something? Oh, I don't. When they started playing it in Victoria, mm. I was like, nah, guys, you've... <laughs> You're missing the point. <laughs> the whole idea is stupid as well, but just the fact that, like, normal sports teams are like the Tigers, the Demons. Yes. And then you have the Cockroaches and, and the, the Cane, cane toads. toads. And it's like, I get why you picked that, but it's a stupid idea. Even, like, the... New South Wales um, professional union team are called the Waratahs. That's mm-hmm. still a shit name, but it's not a insect pest. It's, like <laughs> it's a, a flower, at least. It's a flower. Well, see, is is Waratah better than, like, um, Queensland Reds? <laughs> is it? Union is not great with the names. Union is very simplistic. I'll give them that. I mean, while while we're going on about sports teams, you do have the All Whites, which oh, every yeah. time I hear it, I'm like, New Zealand, <laughs> I know. New Zealand. Oh, oh. Well, also speaking of sports ball, Queensland is now the home of AFL, um, which took a which took a turn, obviously, <laughs> a few weeks ago. Um, well, I don't know. It's not that. Queensland is, it's the Gold Coast is. Very specifically Gold Coast. Very specifically Because none of the teams are playing at the Gabba except for Brisbane. Yeah. They're all just everything playing else the is Gold at, Coast. Yeah, everything else is at um, Metricon. Um, yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> and, you know, going at, this, going at this rate, the Gabba will probably get the Boxing Day test. <laughs> oh, and probably the grand, AFL Grand Final. I would, I would think, um, everything's, everything's coming up Queensland apparently in, in the COVID uh, era of sport. I, I, I feel like maybe if, if, uh, Port Adelaide stay at the top of the AFL table, they might take it to Adelaide. Maybe. Maybe, but then also the whole idea of neutral ground exists in AFL. Yes. I don't know. A- the AFL's fucked at the moment. Ah, <laughs> oh, Lord. Did you see the, because uh, baseball season just started in America, did you see uh-huh. the uh, cardboard fans? No. So, like, Korea had the sex dolls. <laughs> I, 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 rem- done, I know. Like, uh, yep, yep, yep. And in America, they just stuck cardboard cutouts in the, um, like, the seats that would be on camera for the batting. Oh. So... Like, right around where, like, the batting net is, it's just, like, cardboard cutouts of fans. <laughs> it's just kind of... I mean, you do get a lot of people, because they're all two-dimensional. Yes, but still. But it just looks stupid, because they're obviously cardboard. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, Taiwan's baseball baseball season has restarted, and what they've done is they've done a mixture of cardboard cutouts and mannequins. Um, I mean, America are smart, 
put up some green screens and just superimpose footage from last season. <laughs> you could. But again, this is an America in which... Um, what, what also, there's even like is- 48 baseball teams or something. There's way too many baseball teams. Oh, what? 48? There are... There's a there's way too many. Uh, there are thirty major league baseball teams, <sighs> and I know that there's thirty two NFL teams. Okay, which is a lot of teams compared to the NRL, which has sixteen, and the AFL having eighteen. And I mean, I think the A League have ten. <laughs> I mean. To be fair, population-wise, that makes sense. Yes, yes, you do have smaller, but it's still, like, so many teams and and the fact that it's all just, like, one equal setting. Because, like, England has so many fucking soccer teams, but it's divided between, like, 12-plus different levels. Yeah, yeah. So, whatever it be, but, yeah, interesting time for sports. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, how have you been, given that we've been away for about uh, two weeks? Well, I w- I, I'm back at doing the school things. So, last week, I was very uh, nervous and sleep-deprived and tired. Oh. But now it's fine. Now, yep. today, I made a kid cry by telling him off for drawing on his face. <laughs> my, my wording was, don't draw on your face, you're not in preschool. And... In hindsight, like, this kid is a little bit, um, he, he can be very difficult to read. Okay. And I maybe shouldn't have pushed him, but, like, don't draw on your face. Maybe, maybe this child wants to become a makeup artist. Then don't just, like, colour in your forehead with a blue whiteboard marker. Oh, sorry, drag queen then. (laughs) Or drag king. But, uh... Other than that, just a lot of people being like, who are you? Oh, I remember you. What's your name? And then the classic, hi, Ed Sheeran. Uh, that that thing that people tell you oh, that you is- look like? Yes. Yes. Hang on. Okay, hang on. Let me bring up a pic. So many, so many times. Anytime I go out, it's oh, like- it's because you're- Oh, do people tell you that you look, that you look like Ed Sheeran? I'm like- is it Every solely because you time. are a redhead? <laughs> redhead, beard, glasses, tall, is, and like okay build. Is Ed Sheeran tall? I mean, at least it's not fucking Ron Weasley. That <laughs> that used to be fun as well. He's only one point seven three meters. Okay, I'm one. You're eight, a long boy, one, I think. You are far yeah, longer like than one. I think, mm-hmm. but you know how it goes. People just go for lowest common denominator. True, true. I didn't realize Ed Sheeran was awarded an MBE. Oh, they they hand those things out like fucking Halloween candy now. <laughs> well, it's kind of like Queen's birthday honors, anyway. But yeah, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Having. Middle-aged, straight, white women teach uh, teach you diversity. Oh, Lord, I, I, I saw group chat on, what was it, Friday? Yeah, Friday. <laughs> oh, my Lord. 
I've, I've put in a complaint. Oh, I didn't put in a complaint. Oh, no. I Is put it in a different complaint. Oh, God. I put, yeah, well, yes. This, this time it was feedback. They called me and they were like, can you tell us everything that's wrong? And I was like, how long do you want this call to be? <laughs> I was just like, it would be good if the teachers actually had a... Because uh, I have two different teachers, one mm. on Wednesdays and one on Fridays. I was like, <laughs> it would be good if they could have um, the same message, not one be like, we'll be in TAFE for four weeks, and then the next one be like, two days later, oh, we'll be back for the start of Term 3, and maybe like, I trust the Wednesday teacher a lot more than I trust the Friday teacher. Mm-hmm. Or the Friday teacher who is very much like, we start on time, no matter what, no many, ha- no matter how many people are here, no matter if you're having issues, be like, I'm not having tech issues, class will be half an hour late. <laughs> Ten minutes past the time class was supposed to start. Great. I'm like, you're sending mixed messages here. Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel like if you're going to deliver a class on diversity... And I understand that they can only work with the staff they have. But but wouldn't it also be interesting to to get you as students to generate that? Because I mean they only have they only have so much time and have to present the content handed out by TAFE New South Wales. Actually let's let's go on a quick tangent here. So the TAFE has changed the way they present their content. It used to be the TAFE would say to each of the different regions of TAFE, this is what you need to do, present it however you want, but you still have to like tick these boxes and we and we can audit you if we want. Now it's, this is the work you will do, this is when you will do it, this is the order you will do it. Oh. And it kind of, similar to having old white women teach you diversity, it comes from people who haven't worked in the industry either at all or for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So you get ideas like, for this assignment, we will have students sit in uh, child protection meetings and we will record it and they will take notes and they will send it to us. Ooh, no, no. Yeah, the, ta- the, ta- the TAFE teachers said, uh, over our dead bodies, no fucking way, if you push this, we will... Uh, make it a legal matter, mm. and the TAFE high, higher ups just immediately backing down. Because even I know one, uh, as volunteers, we should not be in child protection meetings. Yes. Two, you should not record a child protection meeting. Yes. And three, what happens if your school does not have a child protection meeting? As in, yes. like, there is never an issue, n- nothing ever comes up. Mm. You go to the hypothetical best school ever where nobody messes up yes there's just so many ethical things so many like yeah exactly exactly so luckily for me i already have that unit so i don't so i didn't have to worry about any of that but still still here and i still worry about my classmates and that Mm. but so yes tafe overall is very tone deaf and presents stuff out of order and are fucking useless that's what I'd be very interested to see how the Victorian TAFE system works, as in that it's presented via universities. So I wonder if that they is... bring like a university level of professionalism to it, or if they're just equally as fucking hopeless. That's that is an interesting way that TAFE Victoria is implemented. I mostly in Melbourne. In 
in the re- like in regional areas in Geelong, it is a standalone institution, uh-huh. but it is presented in a university manner. And the fact that it's driven because it was about thirty years ago, I think. That yeah, it was like eighties, nineties. Mm-hmm. TAFE used to be like it is in New South Wales, and presumably I don't know what it's like in Queensland, but whatever. Where it was like tech college, yeah, and then the. Victorian government decided that they were like, it's too expensive to run TAFE. We're going to scrap it and give it to unis. Ah, I see. So they were like, yeah, you already do this. You do it as well. Like, you already do education. Do more education. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Which, I mean, for someone like Bin works well because, like, you do a cert or diploma in film which is exists here and then you can immediately transition into a diploma uh, into a bachelor, bachelor degree mm-hmm. and i mean that, that also exists that also exists uh, with western sydney here you can do like a two-year course that immediately gets you into the second year of uni and you have a diploma in forensic science or whatever because i did look at doing that for a while but it involved moving to western sydney uh-huh. and i don't want to move to sydney anytime yes Mainly because I don't, I don't have any money, mm-hmm. and I don't want to pay Sydney house prices. Yeah, but yeah, when, when you're sending letters to TAFE, being like, "Hey guys, this <laughs> timetable you gave us, none of it makes sense," and then them give you the most unapology apology ever that completely ignores your matter. Because I, I went through and I went, "Here's examples of everything that's uh, not everything, but like a couple of examples of everything that's wrong." So, like, maybe just go back and review it. And they're like, oh, no, everything's in flux. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then the next day or two days later, my teacher being like, they completely blew blew you off. This document is a piece of shit. And it gives me more work because it means I actually have to come up with the dates myself as well as then um, deal with the... Like, I have to come up with dates that work for the students, Mm -hmm. but then also justify these dates to the head office, but also because I want you to pass, I'm going to make the dates more favourable to you. Yeah. Such as we were supposed to hand in an assignment last week, but the teacher was like, I'll give you two extra weeks. Hand Mm -hmm. it in week three. And me be like, well, I've already got it done, so here it is. She's (laughs) like, cool, I'll mark it when I get around to marking it. I'm like, that's cool, which is one more thing I don't have to think about. Mm -hmm. Well, one less thing to think about, really. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the last week has just been- Figuring out bullshit school stuff. That's uh, fun. That makes sense, though. Yeah, no. I mean, for me, it's basically like... When we're recording this is week two already, and it'll be three weeks since I've been back at clinic, and fingers crossed we still get to, to return on site and actually like practice in, in a clinic setting. Um, Again, with the hope that Queensland government and Queenslanders get their shit together um, and ensure that there's no community transmission that hap- that happens here. Uh, but aside from that... Yeah, I don't want any of that either. Yeah, no. Aside from that, project started um, getting my act together and actually, um, I guess the benefit of only doing the placement subject... And the project subject is that I can focus on those without having to worry about other pieces of assessment, unlike 
um, some of the other full-timers um, and some of the other part-timers as well who might not have done the other subjects that do have assessments during this time. Um, it And I think me having done a previous life in research has sort of given me that level of preparedness to actually write and think about a project. So I guess that's where I stand. Um, yeah, I, I think that's very similar to into the reason why I'm like, give me fucking due dates because I was used to, from both uni and my first HAVE course, being like, hmm. you are handing in at least one, usually multiple lab reports every week. Mm-hmm. It's half the reason I left uni because I couldn't do four... 12-page lab reports a week. Oof. It was just impossible. And I was like, yeah, bye, guys. <laughs> and, then TAFE, and then TAFE were like, two five-page reports every three weeks and then one report every other week. Mm-hmm. Me being like, yeah, that sounds fairer. I can do <laughs> that. That sounds less strenuous. So, so now I'm like, you give me assignments, I do assignments, I hand them in, then I don't have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Also, having stresses and anxieties helps with that because you're yeah. like, get it done, then I don't have to think about it ever again. Oh, no, that, that, is, that is the sole reason why I think particularly for the research projects that I'm doing, I had, to, I had to start thinking about it before actually starting the damn thing. Because um, I had my meeting with my academic supervisor, a few, uh, was it last week or a few weeks ago? Um, and I... And they they complimented me because I did tell them my I told my academic supervisor that, that I'd already started thinking about what my project would probably look like um like at the start of this year so I've already started collecting stuff it's just um yeah just getting the actual um stuff written and all that so um that's fun the other thing that has been on my mind is um, because I'm a student rep for my school, I have the interesting opportunity to have a look at the makeup of the different committees that I'm in. And, oh, it's so white, which does not surprise me, given that I'm in the School of Psychology and Counseling. It is 2020, um, and even though I appreciate the fact that a lot of the academics um, are um, very, you know, aware of what's going on in community, it just perpetuates for me the image of my school and the university still being this very white institution. <laughs> um and I think, I don't know, I don't know why my clinic coordinator asked me to fulfill this role. I think it's because um, they knew that I, I don't know, maybe I, I give off the impression that I ask way too many questions and I am also someone who doesn't necessarily agree with the system because for all the psych, for all the psychology representatives, um, we all had, well, for our school, we had to give a report about, you know, what 
how our cohort feels about what the um, teaching team's been doing, the faculty's been doing over the last six months in semester one. Um, all of the psychology course reps were very positive. Like, to me, it seems like they weren't pragmatic enough or they were minimizing the negative sort of impacts of what happened with, you know, COVID and how it impacted all of us. Um, my report was not as uh, positive leaning. So um, it's, it, it's, a, it's a critique of <laughs> the response of, of faculty, which I think um, makes things more interesting. And hopefully that means there's better, better outcomes this semester, fingers crossed. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been me, I guess, not just the last two weeks, but also sort of moving back into like late June, early July. But uh, And my anxiety has been all over the place because reasons. So that's been fun to deal with. Yeah, fun times. Lots of fun times. <sighs> all around. Uh, um... Yeah. Okay. What have we put in Link Dump today? I feel like we should start off with the safe option. Um, and it's this quiz that you put in Link Dump. Uh, from the ABC. Yeah. Yes, from ABC Science. Ooh, we love science. Well, yes, obviously STEM. Um. Did have you done the quiz already? I did do the quiz already. And did you get ten out of ten? No, I got seven. Oh yeah. They get quite um difficult. Not in a like deep thinking way, in a like you just need to know the answer way. Yes, that's true. It's all trivia mostly. I think I got seven when I when I attended this quiz before we started recording. Um, I was just surprised that there are six spacecraft orbiting Mars right now. Um, I thought there was only two. I guess there's obviously other space agencies that are trying to get their stuff onto the red planet. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, very. I forget that. Um, I forget that the newest um, big boy rover that NASA is trying to put up into onto Mars is called Perseverance, um, or as some might be inclined to pronounce it, Perseverance. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, that's the one that has the um, helicopter thing. That's right. That's going to be interesting. Has helicopter friend. Yes. A mini drone thing. Um, hmm. At least it won't be lonely and have to sing happy birthday to itself. <laughs> Which, was that spirit and opportunity that did that? I think it was. I think it was Oppie. It was Oppie. <laughs> 
Like, oh, it, I mean, it it didn't. It sang happy birthday to itself, but the ha- the command was sent from Earth. I guess. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, you still like you. That 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 will be a problem. Humans will have to come to when they figure it out. What do you change your years, or do you keep on an Earth schedule? I feel Ooh, like hang you on, stay hang on, hang on. on an Earth schedule. There, what do they call it? Um, there is a unit of time. Hang on, I think it's soul. So is so, oh, okay. So what they say is for Mars specifically is that they have the unit of time based on the Mars length of time. Um. Which is slightly longer than an Earth day. So, yes. um, yeah, there's that. Um, which is, you know, fairly equivalent, I guess. Uh, at least stop Mercury where a day is longer than a year. <laughs> good, good work, Mercury. And, well, and Venus is retrograde, right? It spins the other way um, with when you compare it to its rotation. In orbit, if that I would be, right, I don't know. That sounds Venus that sounds is the one that spins the true, other way, but that's it. I wonder why. Um, if I recall correctly, because you would something think that it hit would it. be it would be based on the gravitational torque of the sun. Oh, that is uh, it, unless. Hmm. Um, Could you have the torque working in the opposite direction? Gravi- gravity there. Planet goes round. No, I feel like because as it, as it goes round, the gravity is going to want to pull it towards it rather than pull it away from it. Mm. Unless it's pulling the back end. Hang no, on. you wouldn't pull the back end. You'd pull the front end. Yeah, yeah, you pull the front end. And then it's got Uranus that spins on, on the opposite axis because it fucking can. Um, I'm hang on. I'm having a read of the wiki. So, um, what they think happened is that there was an impact event which caused yeah, they'll do it. the rotation to um, yeah, to change and just yeah, put enough. There's put enough force in one direction, mm-hmm. and then yeah, the continuation and and the gravity torque will continue to add that rotation. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. Surprise! I just forgot something that is very common: shit hitting other shit. <laughs> shit hitting other shit can make um the the initial shit um, change direction. Well, I mean, that's pretty much what happened to that's, Skylab. That's the whole. Angular momentum business, you know, just just casual physics, um, just just fun. Yeah, see, times. I didn't pay that much attention in physics. I <laughs> barely passed year eleven. Didn't do year twelve. Did okay in my first lot of university physics, uh-huh. and then didn't do any of my other courses because I dropped out by then. <laughs> oh, physics was if it wasn't maths, if it wasn't. Math C, which was like pure math. Um, 
think that was my physics was my second worst subject. And that was a barely pass, I think. Um, I think math C was my worst subject. And I'm fairly sure I failed that one at the end of year 12. Um, I'm fairly sure of that. Um, I just, I just hated physics and math C. Too many damn equations. Um, and in the meantime, I more or less aced modern history. So you can kind of guess why I never really ended up in STEM or the engineering side of STEM anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I started year 11 with chemistry, physics, maths, extension maths, oh. advanced English, drama, modern history. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to have a really good maths teacher who then got a better job elsewhere we were left with a teacher who had never taught extension maths. Oh, no. Nearly everyone ended up dropping it, me included. Yes. I then went to a class that was working on stuff that I wasn't... that Like, I'd moved in, like, halfway through a lesson that just kind of didn't work properly. So, that fucked me over and is kind of why I failed... Why I technically failed year 12 math. Uh-huh. Um, physics was just a pain in the ass. I'm okay with physics. It was just, like... When you're already doing maths and extension maths, physics is just ends up being a little bit too much math. Mm-hmm. So then I was left with... Oh, also I hated... I wanted to do standard English in year 10, but then being the last year to do the school certificate, the head teacher came to me and was like, you got really good marks, you should do advanced. And I was like, oh, okay, you say to do advanced, I'll do advanced. And then I just hated my teacher... And ended up dropping down to standard. Oof. And was okay in standard English. Mm-hmm. Who would have known? Someone who doesn't like English does okay when they're actually in a class that makes sense. <sighs> so, yes, I'll stuck with standard English, mm-hmm. modern history, drama, mathematics, and chemistry. Oof. And that was a real... That w- I, if I didn't have to do English, it would have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. And if I kind of understood maths a bit. Like, if I actually had a maths teacher that worked well with me yeah and drama helped actually having good having a good drama teacher from who wasn't my drama teacher but would just kind of be like keep doing good things Mm -hmm. and then having a student teacher that was like you're doing good things while my actual drama teacher just kept on getting knocked up and hating everything about everything seriously they were like you can come back and teach year 12 as long as you don't get pregnant and then she went and got pregnant. Oh, my God. It was like, you had one job, don't get pregnant, and you fucking got pregnant. <laughs> Fuck you. You ruined our class. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I feel like had I not done... Had I not done either physics or maths I probably would have aced the other subject or did a lot better. But I don't know what my what the other elective would have been. Probably... <sighs> else would it have been? Would it have been bio? I, I don't know. Actually, actually, no. I would have probably done English extension. Um, given, given that I kind of... Yeah, given that I was pretty good at English 
extension would have made more sense. But anyway. Uh, at least a- I didn't get a mystery mark like my brother did. Good work, good work, brother, getting a mystery mark. Wait, doing... what? He got mystery mark. What is... We, I don't know if that transmits... So, um, with your ATAR... Yes. The, it, the highest you can get is 99.95. Mm-hmm. The lowest you can get is 30. 30 is known as mystery mark, because oh. anywhere between 0 and 30, which then comes the joke that everyone in New South Wales knows, which is the worst mark to get is not 30, it's anywhere between 30 and 31, because you <laughs> tried, you just didn't try, like, yeah. you should have either tried not at all or a little bit harder, because yeah. come on, at least you can go with mystery mark. So, yes, my brother got mystery mark doing, what the fuck do you do? Standard English, standard maths, food tech, which you never went to, um... Oh. Geography, which he barely went to. What the fuck else he do? He did something else. I don't remember. I just kept telling my brother to do standards, uh, to do in, uh, science studies. I was like, just do science studies. He's like, yeah, but I'm not a scientist like you. I'm like, yeah, but I'll just tutor you and you'll pass. He's like, nah. It's like, I would have fucking done your assignments for you pretty much, bro. <laughs> Because that's what I had pretty much ended up doing my first year at uni, just doing all these different sciences and just getting, like, credits. Mm-hmm. Mainly because I just didn't care. Because it's like, biology, sorry, guys, I just do not care. <laughs> it's fun. Watching my friends fall into swamps is fun. Mm-hmm. But I don't care about the assignments. <laughs> oh, my God. I, f- I, I did feel sorry for my friend that day, picking the only pair of waders with a hole in it. Oh, no. And then slipping into the swamp. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because they built the University of Newcastle on swampland, on wetlands. That's why it's full of mosquitoes. Uh, because it's all yes. stagnant, stagnant Pools fresh water. Of water. Yes. Yes. That's- and they refused to do anything about it because. It's nature. And you, I'm like, the fucking mosquitoes. No one cares about mosquitoes. The fact that in America now, they're breeding mosquitoes to kill themselves. Yes. Is oh, good work. As much as mosquitoes deserve to live, fuck mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, they're great vectors, though. Mosquitoes are great vectors. Just breed them to actually kill themselves. It's... That's the that's the that's the joy of um, genetic modification is um, to create infertile. Um, yeah, but it's even better than infertile. What is it? It's is it infertile? It's like or the body they... naturally kill. Like it's it's like the body naturally kills itself. Hang on, it's not I even need the... have a look. Because I swear it's I swear it's better than that. They're not that they just are infertile. It's, it's like they, it's something to do with food, I'm pretty sure. Um, let me have a look. Mm, is it to do with food? The one that I can see is they sterilize them with radiation. Oh, um, hang on. Self-destructing mosquitoes. No, it's genetic, like the male is genetically sterile. That's what happens. So, so they just breed them out. Yeah, but I swear there was something like they had that so that they could release them and breed. 
Who knows? All I know is that I figured out how you breed mosquitoes, and it's scary. <laughs> like, because like you said, mosquitoes are good for, like, lab studies and that. Yes. And how you breed them is you just put out a pool of stagnant water with a net on top. You wait for the mosquitoes to come lay eggs and then put a net on top, and then you just have a stagnant pool full of mosquitoes with a net on top, and that's just scary to me. <laughs> like, like I, I remember the clouds of mosquitoes at the uni. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just remember. Now I'm just thinking about purposely doing that, and I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> oh lordy, lordy, lordy. Um, um, I'm having a look at a nature article. It's, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the mosquito container protein that, when passed down to female offspring, will kill them and is hoped to prevent them from biting people and spread, and spread disease. Ah. So, there's, so it, there's a protein that, when it gets activated, just kind of, like, kills the mosquito. Interesting, interesting. So, there's enough for them to, like, the first couple to breed because it uh-huh. won't activate quick enough. Yep. And... And... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where I'm getting the feeding thing from because it has to get, like, the protein has to be activated. Uh-huh, I see. Hmm, interesting. Um, spe- and everyone's just like, you can't kill mosquitoes. Like, <laughs> no, guys, mosquitoes are fine. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of public health, um, there's an article that I put here on our uh, linked up from, um, yeah, uh, a, the Great White North, the, the the Great White North, Canada, um, in particular the British Columbia Centre for Disease Control. Um, so they put out a public health notice um, about safe sex during COVID nineteen, um, and there's so much. <laughs> well, like it starts very. It starts like tame. And I mean, there's ca- there's tame parts throughout. Like it starts with, ask your parents if they're feeling unwell or have any symptoms of COVID. Did you say parents That's or okay. partners? Partners. <laughs> okay. And then it does end like with use condoms, lubricants, and dental dams to reduce yes. the chance to reduce the chances of by minimizing contact with mm-hmm. saliva, semen, blah 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 blah. All yes. good. During any sex. But it's just the parts that are in the middle. <laughs> like, one that's like, wash sex toys thoroughly. Yeah, guys. The fact you need to be told that is kind of alarming. I mean, yeah. It, it should be common practice, too. But aside from aside from the whole washing sex toys thing, we've obviously got the wearing the masks. Um... Yeah, the wearing the masks while doing physically intense activity. Well, hopefully physically intense activity. <laughs> I, I'm not going to make any claims for anyone else. Ain't but, like, it's been shame. a big deal in Victoria at the moment. Oh. Yeah, there's been a big deal in where people are like, do we have to wear masks when we exercise? And the answer is no. Because when you exercise, you need as much oxygen as possible. And while masks will not suffocate you... They too, they do provide a oxygen inhalation prevention, as well as you get sweaty and you don't want a fucking sweaty mask on mm, your face. Wet mask. Um, 
Although the reasoning here is that heavy breathing during sex can create more droplets that may help COVID transmission. Well, there's an easy way to do that, <laughs> and it's called do it from behind. Well, that's the, the, the that's the next. No face to face contact. <laughs> that limit face to face. Well, here's the kicker: to limit, to truly limit face to face contact, it says to use barriers like walls. And then in parentheses, e.g. glory holes. <laughs> oh. oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Oh, I actually did. I uh, just read that it does say choose sex positions that limit face-to-face contact. Yep, it, it says that. Good work, guys. Well, yeah, it says that. So, do it from behind, guys. <laughs> Canada says do it from behind. <laughs> well, what else does it say? It says avoid or limit kissing and saliva exchange. Um, that's that's very puritanical. <laughs> Next, I'll be saying eight cornflakes. In the interest of public health, I think it's important that even though you you're allowed to fuck, maybe don't kiss. Or yeah, I just, like I want to know what the audience of this is. Like, is it just generic everyone? Because like oh, or, or is it like only for hookups? Or or is it like you that know- middle zone where like. You and your partner live at different houses, and, like, you mostly just see each other on the weekend. Um, Like, where in that spectrum does this fall? Is it all of it? Is it, like, mainly one end, mainly uh the other, uh just in the middle? This- Just in the middle, that's a- Um, so the BCCDC is, um, is part of, and on the website right now, is part of the- BC government's um, public health authority. So this is general advice. Um, hang on, wait, wait, wait. There's more. So there's so more. What I take from that is, sorry, you cannot kiss your wife. I mean, <laughs> I bet there's a couple of blokes that are fond of that <laughs> that uh, guideline. Jesus. <laughs> Here we go. I, I I put the full advisory in linked up but it says here if you're feeling sick skip sex <laughs> if, good, if you're uh, feeling well and have no symptoms of COVID-19 you can have sex um <laughs> oh god bless god bless um BCCDC um masturbating you are your safest sex partner um masturbating by yourself <laughs> in parentheses solo sex will not spread COVID-19 if you masturbate with a partner not. or partners, physical distancing will lower your chance of getting COVID-19. Okay, is it possible to maintain physical distancing of one and a half meters or six feet? If you are... Well, I mean, if you've got long enough arms, you can get if like, you're some what, wind action going. If you're, what, two meters tall? Actually, no. If you had an... If you had... One a single arm span like of one, one of and a half robot, meters. One of those toy robot extender hands. <laughs> True. Um, I mean, it also does say video dates, phone calls, sexting, online chat rooms, and group. And do you group see the section? Ways to engage. Do in you see the no section below? COVID. Do you see the section below? <laughs> When what it's talking about below? sex with partners. 
Do you see the dot Having points? One or, few, one or a few. Oh, I thought it said one or fewer. I was like, guys, it's hard to have fewer than one sex partner. Well, I mean, no, it's not that it's hard, but it's like, it's either one or zero, guys. There's no in between there. Mm-hmm. But no, one or a few. Mm-hmm. The precautions that you can each take to make sex sex safer for you and your sex partners like wearing a mask and social distancing well i mean that's <sighs> if, you, if you have a few regular sex sex partners mm-hmm. like this is where communication is distance. very important yeah when when you have your swingers party make Lord. sure that you're not all in the same lounge room utilize the house <laughs> spread yourselves out <laughs> In more ways than one. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Um. And look. And look. Let's be honest. I think this is a fairly good public health advisory. Um. I mean, they even have some COVID guidance for sex workers. Yeah. So. So, like, points on points but they also meme themselves like you turned yourself into a meme but hey if it if it helps continue to educate people hey get the kids to read it yeah get the kids to read this please please um so you know if if it can if it can help educate people i guess this is a good way of doing it um hmm. anything else or are we going to close out the episode no i'm drawing blanks Mm, okay in which case we'll probably start closing off so um we'll do recommendations actually i'm gonna have to start looking for mine um so if this is your first time listening to us and you've never heard of what recommendations are we just literally recommend anything and anyone at different points in time um yeah to you guys along with our socials and yeah nick do you have yours i do but i forgot to grab it so i'm just finding it again quickly okay. i wrote it down but then forgot to get the thing that where i wrote down <laughs> here we go so i'm going to recommend uh two different comic books because it just seems like i'm Recommending comic books. Mm-hmm. The first one is Dark Knight's Metal, which involved a uh, Wonder Woman killing an evil Batman with an invisible chainsaw, and then uh, a robot that is one third Batman, one third Superman, one third Wonder Woman. That was a weird sight. So again, that's Scott Snyder stuff. I've gone on about Scott Snyder Batman a couple times, where it's really fucking confusing to read, but. Even if you just go online and see the uh, image of Wonder Woman killing a guy with an invisible chainsaw, very good. But the second is seeing uh, people again back into Hamilton. There is Alexander Hamilton, the graphic history of an American founding father. It's a comic book released by Tencent Press. <clears throat> the author is Jonathan Hennessy. Uh, artist is Justin Greenwood and is a pretty accurate comic graphic description uh, depiction of Hamilton and has some stuff and has like events that properly in line and 
kind of gets rid of the uh, white lies that the musical has. So artistic interpretations of history. Yes, it it doesn't have the such as like Philip Philip was shot in eighteen o one after the election of eighteen hundred. Hamilton was shot in eighteen o four after the election of eighteen hundred, and after Burr had left office as vi- as uh, vice president. So yeah. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, no, it's good. It it took me a while to read. Because is it a, it's is it chunky. A, okay. I was wondering. It's chunky, mm-hmm. but it's not like... It's it's nowhere near the size of the actual Hamilton book that the musical is based on. Uh-huh. I have that as well. And I don't think I've ever got past chapter one because it's just so thick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it, it's a good read. I've read it twice now over the last, like, five years. I think it came out, like... 2016 or something. But no, it's good. Like I said, Alexander Hamilton, The Graphic History of an American Founding Father. Mm-hmm. My socials, at, at Nick Solo L on Twitter is where I mainly are, but also Instagram, but I don't use that a lot. So find me where you want to find me. <laughs> oh, dear. If you want to find me. It, yeah, if, if you want to find Nick. Um... I guess, um, recommendations. I'm going to recommend two things, I think. Um, the first one is, um, Lucifer, because I'm, I'm getting on that train once again. Thank you to whoever (laughs) reminded me about Lucifer. I'm, I'm back on season four. So, um, there's that. If you don't know what Lucifer is, just, just Google, um, the BuzzFeed celeb video of Tom Ellis reading out thirst tweets. Um, that is pretty much it. So there's that. Um, also on the Hamilton train, I am going to recommend y'all subscribe to, um, Anthony Ramos's YouTube channel. Um, I was sent down that black hole after watching a lot of Hamilton related videos and got to watch his proposal video to Jasmine, um, which was beautiful. Uh, so bloody good. Um, so go find Anthony Ramos on YouTube and socials if you don't already follow him. Um, I think there'll be a running theme throughout the next few episodes of recommendations based on Hamilton. Um, there's also probably going to be at least one episode of Spoilers for Days, our spin-off um, spoilercast show about Hamilton. Maybe we'll do more than one episode. I'm debating that internally right now. Um, but yeah, um, come subscribe to this show wherever you're listening. Subscribe to Spoilers for Days, to Let's Get Deeper, to the Intercommunity Podcast, and Unpack the Brain. Those are our four other spin-off shows. Um, there's content all around for you guys to listen to and that is going to be it for this week we'll see you next time bye bye